Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a brand new episode of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elijah, and joining me again is the, as always, lovely Rex. How are you doing today, Rex? Hello, I'm doing good. That's good. Um, I apologize for all of our listeners. We may have basically already done this episode before, um, but with Christmas just happening, it's a bit crazy. And I believe this will be our last recording of 2020. It feels like we just started back because we did, but <laughs> um, it, it's kind of weird. We're, we hit two years since the podcast was founded, and we're about to go into almost year three. So, wow. <laughs> that's that's quite, a, quite an accomplishment, even though we're only halfway to 50 right now. <laughs> but... Who knows? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Hopefully next year. Sometime next year. Hopefully <laughs> next year. Um, so, as you guys have read, because I hope you read our titles, we're going to be discussing what is coming next year. This episode yeah. will be really dated, but perhaps looking back at this in a retrospective next year, we'll see how wrong we were at how little we were actually going to get. <laughs> um, so we might as well get kind of right into this. Um, Rex, I know you're yeah. a fan of Ultraman. Is there anything Ultraman coming in the like early or late winter next year? Uh, yeah, for pretty much outside of the fact that we've already got Ultra Galaxy fight uh, still going on, we've also got the release of Ultra Chronicle. Ultra Chronicle, sorry. Ultra Chronicle Z, The Hero's Odyssey, which is basically that's a recap show that will cover both Ultraman Z and Ultraman Tiger. You mean Tiger? No, Tiger. <laughs> why, why Tiger? That came out like 30 years ago. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, apparently, these Ultra Chronicle type recap shows from what I've heard usually usually something in them relates to whatever the next ultra series is gonna be like or at least a hints towards it because like one of them one of them had zero focusing in on it and zero ended up and the show and the show that came afterwards was Ultraman G where zero was a side character so who knows maybe it has something to do with it. Maybe we're reading too much into this. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Interesting. And I, I know we're, we'll get to this, but it's basic, based off of everything we're going to have and based off of past things Super Eye has done, we're going to get an Ultraman Z movie, and we'll probably yeah. get the next show sometime like summer next year. Yeah, pretty much. So I, it's... Oh, Not confirmed, but I, I guess that we'll probably we'll probably see an announcement for the Z movie, maybe after the uh, Ultraman Chronicles Z yeah. finishes up. That's my guess. That's Could be wrong, but we'll see. That's probably right. Let's be real here. Yeah, it's just a matter of waiting. Yep. <laughs> Um, speaking of Ultraman, 
were also, at least here in the States, but thanks to Mill Creek's region-free release, we are getting uh, Ultraman Taro on Blu-ray. Yes. Uh, for the first time outside of Japan. Bless Mill Creek for not region-locking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who has to rely on imports, um, though I do have a region-free player, it is infinitely preferred. It like because sometimes I go house to house to family members, and occasionally I bring I bring like a Godzilla movie, Ultraman, etc. Occasionally, and so oh. they don't have region free Blu-ray press players. So if so, if I want to watch say Ultraman or but the movie, this is a real example. Uh, it's nice that I can just go over there and watch it on the Xbox One without having to worry about any region walking. Right. And I think the reason for it is I'm pretty sure Mill Creek got the rights to do it internationally. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure the, the whole reason why um, Towards the Future, Ultra Q movie... Uh, Ultimate Hero, The Adventure Begins, Dark Fantasy. I think the reason why they couldn't get those is because there is copyright issues like in Australia, in the U.S. Mm. Um, I think Amazon actually has something to do with Dark Fantasy. Um, mm. Well, the Amazon thing realistically probably would have... Um, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but Amazon would have probably isn't too much of an obstacle given Ultraman or the origin was an Amazon Prime series. I could be wrong. All I hmm. all I know is because of a co-production contract, hmm. Super Riot technically can't release Dark Fantasy. Same with uh, Ultra Q the movie. Um and with Towards the Future and whatnot, but since that's now free on the YouTube channel, not region locked. It's basically confirmed that when Mill Creek goes back and gets round two of Ultra, they're going to get towards the future. All right. Because um, now Super Eye has the rights to that. So now it's like, oh, gee, when when is Mill Creek going to go back and get Tyga, Tyga's movie, Z, the Netflix Ultraman? Um, and now Whatever towards that at the time. Right, and then towards the future. And here's hoping that they can sort out the copyright stuff with Hanna-Barbera. I believe it's Shigoku, and then the Australian company for Ultimate Hero and whatever other company it is for Dark Fantasy. Then we can get every Ultra show. Um, that's not yeah. a, a compilation here <laughs> in the States, which would be awesome. And maybe yeah. some dinosaur, you know, dinosaur trilogy. I, You know, that, that'd be nice. And some fireman and some some jump and some uh mighty jack <laughs> you know not asking too much here speaking of which we recently uh we recently got the this isn't a movie or tv show but we did recently get a teaser from matt frank and then a couple of days ago we got a proper announcement of an Eisenbolt comic. We did. Yeah. Which as did well you know? Also, hmm? Did you uh, know there was going to be a movie remake of the third show from China? 
that really? I guess got canceled. Yeah, they were a Chinese company got the rights to do the third show, um, huh. not Eisenborg or Expedition. Yeah, I guess it's Great War or Expedition. I can't remember what the third one's called, but yeah, they got the rights and they were actually going to produce a movie adaptation, but it kind of fell through and went into development hell, like most Chinese. Um, kaiju films um become like um <clears throat> d wars 2 <laughs> well uh star godzilla kind of got tohoed it did get tohoed <laughs> we have we've also got um the trials of ultraman comic coming soon as well we do and we've got the kaiju score that already was released but i think we'll get the other issues um yep in 2021 and idw is godzilla 2.0 um and uh, the legendary comics so there's a lot of stuff comic wise coming from uh for the kaiju community yeah i'm looking forward to gvk uh kingdom kong oh i thought you were going to say you were looking forward to gvk and i was about to say <laughs> is that coming out is that going to come out finally <laughs> But we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, yeah, we'll bring that up later. Speaking of Ultraman, Mill Creek is releasing Ultra. Uh, oh wait, I already told, talked about Taro and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but isn't there some common writer coming out in February? Uh, yeah. First, we've got a we've got two web series coming out the same day. Uh, Rider Time, Kamen Rider Decade versus Zeo, and Rider Time, Kamen Rider Zeo versus Decade, which basically are two shows which, to my understanding, uh, take place, are basically two different perspectives on whatever the plot of the web series is. I could be mm -hmm. wrong on that, but uh, Kamen Rider Decade versus Zeo is going to focus on, it's going to be from Decade's perspective, while Zio will be uh, Zio's perspective, and base. I guess it's just a crossover series between the two, the two most recent anniversary writers, really. Yeah. So, I, I kind of I wanted to bring this up. Um, mm -hmm. It's awesome that we're getting more common writer. Yeah. Uh, and my hope is, so right now. Shout Factory stopped licensing Common Rider solely because they just made a huge deal to get every Ultra show that Mill Creek has, and Mill Creek's going to be releasing Ultraman all the way through 2021. So Shout's got yeah. quite a bit on their plate now. Um, so they decided to let Common Rider take a backseat. But my hope is we do get something next year from Shout, yeah. whether it's streaming or it's another common writer release because we've only had two of those in the last 50 years common writers been around yeah it's horrible hmm hopefully we get something next year hopefully um speaking of blu-ray releases um also was there anything else you wanted to talk about the common writer thing real quick um it doesn't get enough representation on this podcast, and it's silly because I yeah. don't know anything. Uh, well, 
I guess I might as well just bring up that uh, there's also coming around March-ish is the Zero One, Kamen Rider Zero One movie. Uh, well, I think it's the, I want to say it's the fourth one, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Uh, Zero One Others, Kamen Rider Metsubo Jinrai, coming out March 29th, 2021. Uh, just recently, another a Kamen Rider Zero One movie, uh, I forgot what it's called, but Kamen Rider Zero One Times something, uh, Kamen Rider fan to chew me out for that, but that came out, and this is basically the sequel to that. Real quick, I just want to say, if there's any Common Rider fans listening to this, expecting Common Rider, I'm going to be real. You're not going to get that for like a year and a half. It's all going to be <laughs> Ultraman, Godzilla, and Gamera, and I'm going to start pushing indie stuff. But Common Rider's not going to get the right representation for a while. Hmm. Unfortunately, but yeah. eventually. Someday. Someday, it will. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but speaking of representation, something that when I first was told this was happening blew my mind. And when we got the official announcement a few weeks ago, my mind was even more blown. Arrow Video somehow, some <laughs> way, got the rights to do Daae's Invisible Man Appears and Invisible Man versus the Human Fly. Yep. And now, for the majority of people, they're going to be like, one, that is a hilarious title, Invisible Man Appears, and two, so what? What's so important about Daae's Invisible Man movies? Here is the big thing. Invisible Man Appears is the first science fiction fantasy film Subaraya, E.J. Subaraya, worked on. Um, the second major thing is Invisible Man Appears is one of only two tokusatsu films that are sci-fi fantasy of the 1940s from Japan. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it is the second... Er, yeah, I believe it's it's the second tokusatsu sci-fi fantasy tokusatsu film ever, um, only behind The Rainbow Man, um, which that film is partly lost now. So I don't mm. know if we can even say that it's... You know, if it'll ever actually get released or not. Hmm, it's unfortunate. Very much so. Um, and the unfortunate part is Rainbow Man is technically the first tokusatsu film that is science fiction and fantasy to have color in it. Hmm. Um, there was a, like, two-minute color sequence, and it was, I think it's been described, if I remember Galbraith talking about it on the warning in Space Blu-ray, um, it's a guy takes LSD, and uh, he just sees color. It's apparently very beautiful. Oh. Um, and it's like a two-minute sequence, but it's still, I mean, that's the first science fiction fantasy tokusatsu film that yeah. had color in it. Beat that, Rodan, and we're recording this on his birthday, <laughs> and I'm putting shade on him. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got we got that coming. And The Human Fly, I've heard that's a huge disappointment for a film. 
but it's like that's that's die second i think second um tokusatsu science fiction fantasy film um warning okay. from space might have beat it um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking it I, up. I think, I think Warning, yeah, I think it did beat it because Galbraith mentioned that prior to Warning from Space, there was uh, Rainbow Man, Invisible Man appears, Gojira, um, Godzilla raids again. Yeah, and then it would, was Warning from Space, and then it was uh, Rodan. So that was the original Tokusatsu from the <laughs> 1950s and 40s. Um, and then it went into a bunch of other stuff that we don't have time to discuss. Yep. No so, Kajiragami today. <laughs> what was that? No Kajiragami today. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> um, so we've talked Ultraman, Kamen Rider, and Godzilla already. Kind of Godzilla, but not really. Um, <laughs> is there any Sentai coming out? Yeah. Uh, not too long ago... The not too long ago, a teaser image of the most recent uh, of the new lead uh, Sentai Ranger was was shown as a silhouette of the head, and and then soon enough, images got leaked, and we now have the careful spoilers. The, uh, it's not spoilers. I'm not. I haven't read the leaks. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, uh, Kikai Sentai Zenkaiga, or Zenkaiga, uh, whichever one, whichever way it's pronounced, uh, I'm just going to say Zenkaiga, was announced for a, for a March 7th, 2021 release. It's the 40th, uh, 45th anniversary show for Super Sentai. Interesting. Speaking of Super Sentai, um... Did Spider-Verse get delayed to 2022? I believe so. I thought so. Um, but there is a strong, strong chance that we're going to get Japanese Spider-Man on disc next year. Hopefully. Because, I mean, so here, here's why. Um, Marvel's YouTube shows did a whole week of stuff about it. They are releasing more action figures of it recently. It was the first episode of Disney Plus's Marvel 616, addressing hmm. the major multiverse that is the um, Marvel universe. Yeah. And he's coming back and voiced by the original actor in Spider-Verse 2. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you release it on disc since it hasn't been released since the early 2000s on a region-locked Japanese DVD. It would make no sense. As well as that, it's just good, it's good advertising for Spider-Verse 2. And Spider-Man in general. And Marvel has the rights to it, so it's like, why not just, just do it? Let's let us see the glory that is the uh, Spider-Man. The, em I'm trying. To, is it the emissary of hell? Is that emissary of hell? Yeah. Such a great show, and I need to see Leprechaun in all of his yeah. Leprechaun glory. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of Toei, 
Um, Toei's 90s film Hikider is getting a Blu-ray re-release from Media Blasters. Um, <laughs> in case it's not clear, we on this podcast highly love Media Blasters, even mainly because they told Toho we don't care. They didn't actually, but they kind of did that with both of their movies they got from Toho that were Godzilla. Um, <laughs> and... I think they're a great company, um, and they were one of the companies to come out of ADV um, when it uh, collapsed. So mm. a lot of love and support goes to the Media Blasters crew, um, yeah. and recently they came back. They weren't like – they went silent for like two years, and then like Media Blasters came back. And they, they re-released Gappa and um, Death Kappa. Um, they've re-released Devilman and Zebraman, um, along with all their hentai and whatnot. <laughs> but they announced they're re-releasing Hikider. And um, they've, they've already said they tried to get Monster X Strikes Back um, Attack the G8 Summit, um, but that uh, fell through was- to copyright. Because uh, I, I was just about to say, I, re- I was hoping that they'd do uh, Monster X Strikes Back. Damn. They were going to. They reached out to Shochiku, and they were like, hey, we want to do it. And they said, we don't know who holds the rights. Damn. It's just like what happened with Gihara and uh, SRS Cinema. SRS yeah. Cinema reached out, and they're like, we want to release Gihara, and they said, we don't know who owns it. Damn. Very unfortunate. Um, but Hikider's coming out, and I think it's got the director's cut on it. So that's really oh, cool. Nice. And I've I've heard it is one of the best Heisei-era tokusatsu films ever. So, wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that they get the rights to their other stuff. Um, they've released yeah. Samurai Resurrection 1 and 2. Um, they have done... Um, Nezula, the rat monster, Moon over Tau. Um, they've teased that they're going to get Zebraman 2. Um, so that's, and that was a Funimation film. So think about that. Um, Media Blaster's taking a Funimation license. (laughs) Um, Uh, can they take Shin? <laughs> I mean, they would they would probably release a recalled disc with all the special features on the Blu-ray from Japan, uh, <laughs> uh, and and it's got all the translated scans of the art of Shin Godzilla. <laughs> I'm gonna buy that next month. Shut up! I want it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Media Blasters is blowing it out of the park. Um, I can't wait to see what else they can acquire that they've released in the past and it went out of print. I asked them if they were if they had the rights to the Toho films. They said no. Um, hmm. And I have a feeling that they're not going to get them. I feel like Toho's yeah. kind of got... I feel like they're going to start bending over backwards to Criterion and maybe Arrow. Um, hmm. But Funimation definitely. And Netflix. So I don't see Media Blasters getting those um, anymore. Unfortunately. 
I, I'm still excited to see what Media Blasters can do. Um, Gamera got taken away. Godzilla Toho Films got taken away. Um, and a few of their other films of like notable kaiju have been taken away. But there's so much more tokusatsu that they can get their hands on and release. I yeah. fully support them, and I think it's awesome what they're doing. Yeah. I need to um, get more Death Cap, though. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, and that's that's kind of the end of the early or the late winter kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But in spring, um, we already touched on the Common Rider show coming. Um, or movie. Or, yeah, movie. Um, but SRS Cinema is going to be putting out Monster Seafood Wars. Yes, um, very recent 2020 film. Uh, now, hmm. its pre-order starts in February, but that's not when it's released. It'll be released like a month or two later, so that's why we're talking about cool. it in kind of the spring area. Um, okay. it's, I'm very excited. Um, if I remember right, the show, because it was, or the movie was supposed to be released during covid and yeah what they did is they just put it straight on disc they just said screw theaters it's on disc mm-hmm. um and i've been waiting for this announcement for a long long time yeah. um, i was actually told srs acquired uh a few kaiju films um some have some have yet to be announced uh we've mm-hmm. got an announcement for a few of them and we'll be yeah. discussing the other one here very shortly. Um, yeah. But you you were really excited to talk about the other one. <laughs> um, but I've, I've, I'm really excited for Monster Seafood Wars. Um, I don't know why. It might be a weird obsession like I have with Attack of the Giant Teacher. <laughs> it might be. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you excited for Monster Seafood War? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's based on, if I'm not mistaken, it's based on a, um, an old story from A.G. Sugaraya, actually. I believe so. And I know it's like the, the monster, like one is supposed to be like Gizora. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's an homage to Space Amoeba. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, but it's just it's you know I, I'm excited. Indie kaiju films, you can't go wrong with that, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, is there anything else coming out on disc that month, Rex? Yeah, we it's well, we don't have a confirmed release date, but what been teased for around that time is potential is quite likely Ultraman Leo. Oh, that's right. I I, I was I'm supposed to talk about that one. <laughs> um, so basically, from what I've been able to gather, Mill Creek's release plan is old, new, old, new, old, new. They're building yeah. their way to the middle. Um, so yeah. the last shows they'll be doing is Tiga Dina Gaia, kind of like that Heisei, new, like early new gen stuff, Mebius, Max, Nexus, Cosmos. Well, just 
Pace because eh? new gen was Gengar and afterwards. I listen, man. Technically speaking, it's all Heisei. <laughs> Technically speaking, I'm sorry, Godzilla. I'm sorry, Ultraman. But you're in the Heisei era and the Showa era. Taiga's movie is Riwa, and Ultraman Z is Riwa. So, I'm sorry that you're trying to be special, but let's let's be real here. <laughs> I mean, look, man, Common Rider Zeta and. Ka- and Kamen Rider J are apparently still sh- supposed to be show writers, even though they're mid to late 90s. I mean, didn't they do that <laughs> with uh, 84, too? 84 is yeah. a show of film, but it's counted as Heisei. Yep. Kids these days. Follow <laughs> the rules. Showa, essentially in tokuta- sci-fi tokusatsu terms is 1948 to 19, early 1989. Heisei is late 1989 to 2019, and Riwa is 2020 to present. Moral of the story is, you all now know how to trick a ET. Yeah, and the the, the real moral of the story is, I'm sorry, all you tokusatsu franchises, you're just way too... You you got you think you're too highly of yourself, breaking the eras. What's wrong with you? <laughs> God. So yeah, Leo is coming out in March. Um, yeah. Uh, we've already got confirmation they've got that. That's why I'm not mentioning what they're releasing in February because I don't know. Even though it's pretty obvious, I'm just gonna not say what it is. Hmm. Um. But yeah. We got Ultraman, and, you know, Rex, I just, I can't help but notice. There's no Godzilla stuff. We've been waiting Mm -hmm. now for, since May 31st, and there's no Godzilla. I don't know how I can live like this. No Godzilla stuff for two years. I just, (laughs) I don't know how I can stand it. It's Hmm. like the end of the world. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, Netflix has you covered. <laughs> We're not paid by Netflix. Don't tell them. Don't say Netflix has you covered. <laughs> How does Netflix have us covered? Uh, with the little... They recently had a little announcement of a certain anime series that goes by the name of uh, Godzilla Singular Point. Oh, <laughs> we were going to do an episode talking about that, but neither one of us kind of felt we were both <laughs> kind of like, it's, it's a thing. Next, next yeah. topic. <laughs> it's a thing where we're interested, but we're not as interested as we'd like to be. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've been overly negative. About it, but yeah, it's whatevs. Um, I I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, yeah. Michael from Kaiju Weekly called me out saying I'm not positive about it. But here's my thing: I don't think the blend of 3D and 2D is going to do well. Um, yeah, I I don't like anime in general. 
Um, that's why when I watched the Tokyo Ghoul movie, I didn't watch the show, and I don't plan on it. Same with Attack on Titan, whenever I get to watching those. Um, Devilman, Ape Man, uh, Garo. Um, the only anime I'm watching is Ultraman, and that's it. I know that's like, why? Manga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm not referring to Ultraman, actually. I haven't read that, but I'm referring to, like, Attack on Titan, Devilman, etc. Uh, that's fair. Though, <laughs> um, I, so I, I've heard SSS Gridman is really good. Yeah, so. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend you watch Gridman. Yeah. Oh, the show? Yeah, I can't wait to watch the show from the early 90s. <laughs> and it's, it's American counterparts, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Yeah, I can't wait. I want to uh, watch it. Uh, yeah, I was referring to uh, uh, an anime series by Studio Trigger called SSSS Gridman. Oh. <laughs> Is there any more Sentai coming out in March? <laughs> Uh, we already mentioned some Kaija, so... Oh, that's right, we did. Uh, oh. actually... Actually, wait, no, there... There is the... Something that we actually forgot to mention earlier was the Machine Sentai Kiramaja movie. Oh! Which comes out in, uh, late February. Hmm. Do you know what that's about, by any chance? Uh, I know it's the movie to the currently airing Sentai show Kiramaja, but I really don't know anything about it. I see. <laughs> I well, haven't seen a Sentai show yet, unfortunately. Well, I guess we can get ready to rumble hmm. in May with uh, Rumble, an animated movie. Yeah, that The only reason it's included here is because we have to? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think many people, or at least in the kaiju community, are particularly all that excited for it. No, not really. Especially um, when it's com what it's competing with. I think the week after or the day of. I don't remember um, if it competes with that. Um, but Rumble is essentially... Okay, here's the thing. Rumble is essentially Monsters, Inc., but it's giant monsters. And, and people, wrestling. And wrestling. That, that's really how I feel about it. It's like, oh, this is essentially Monsters, Inc., except all the monsters are big. It's about wrestling. It's essentially real steel with monsters. <laughs> that's actually exactly what it is. It's real steel with monsters. Oh, it's been been years since I ever since I saw that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. You want to know why it's a good movie? It's because it's not animated. Et animation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anime or animation. I I just don't. Wow. I'm a live action guy. I like real life stuff. I like the camera <laughs> capturing stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um speaking of that live action stuff i isn't there a uh as of right now because with everything going on we don't know isn't there hmm. a live action movie coming out in may that i might be interested in uh yeah i think there's a 
little um little movie by I think it was Legendary Legendary Pictures and Warner Bros. I think. Oh no, I was referring to Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, I don't think that comes out in May. Um, but I I remembered it whenever I mentioned Rumble, and I'm like, oh, if I don't mention this, Travis will be upset because Travis thinks <laughs> yeah. it's a Kaiju movie. So. <laughs> And we won't discuss what is and isn't a kaiju movie yet, because that's for an episode of its own, and what is and isn't tokusatsu. Yeah. Because, okay, real quick, off the topic of this, we really need to understand and classify what counts as tokusatsu, because I could literally go on a rant about Star Trek right now. And by the Japanese definition... You wouldn't technically be wrong to do that. Right. Again, a, a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But Clifford's a thing. I don't think either one of us know enough or want to talk about that, right? Uh, I grew up with, uh, with classic Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's about it. Like the books. That's about ah. it. So, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Well, that's the movie that Legendary and Warner were doing. Yeah, uh, and this is where we're going to have a sub-conversation um, yeah. regarding some recent news, and then we'll jump back in with other things that we know are coming, that are coming next year, and what is rumored to be coming. Um, yeah. And then we'll, we'll close out this episode. Yeah. So, Godzilla vs. Kong was slated mm-hmm. for a May, like, last week of May 2019 release. Yeah. Then it got pushed up a week in May of, or not 2019, 2020. It got yeah, pushed yeah. up a week, and then it got pushed up again to March. So it's had three, mo- or it's had three release dates, and since then it was moving up. Yeah. It was supposed to come out in March of 2020. Here and then it got delayed. And here's my theory I think they moved it up a week initially because they thought, oh, this film is so far ahead of schedule because it had been in production since 2019. It filmed back to back with King of the Monsters. So it yeah. was done around like two months after King of the Monsters. Or that's that was what was supposed to happen. Well, the film ran behind schedule. Or behind yeah. the schedule Warner Brothers believe they were at. Yeah, with a VFX specifically, yeah. I believe. Um, VFX, and because I, I think the majority of it was done actually in October of 2019, but I know like the music, the sound was not done until the end of March. So I think they were having some difficulties with the recording of the music, some sound editing, and probably some minor VFX stuff here and there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then, of course, you still have to rate the film, and then you got to get all the promotional material. So it, it wasn't going to hit that March release date. So mm-hmm. they delayed it till November 2020. Which ended up being a good call, given events that were about to transpire. Right, right. Um, 
Well, I'm not going to criticize because I think all of this is simply Warner Brothers made a mistake and that mistake turned out to save them millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> so I, I think so far, like, I'm not going to criticize them. Yeah. And then November came around. Well, not November came around, but like we were starting to hear about COVID-19 and all that. And eventually the film got delayed till May of 2021. Yep. And this, uh, one thing to keep in mind here, the only time this film has been delayed because of a bad thing, like on the production, is Warner Brothers overestimated how quickly the film was going to be completed, I think. Yeah. So, I don't think there's actually been any issue behind the scenes in the development process of this film. It didn't lose a director, it didn't lose an actor, nobody died, you know, everything was smooth. It was smoother than King of the Monsters, which had a complete <laughs> script rewrite, a complete director change, and a whole an entirely new like projection. GVK has yeah. been the same since it started its development. So always been Adam Wingard behind. It's always been Wingard. Essentially, the only thing that changed was Doherty came in and did some minor touch-ups, keeping yeah. continuity. So, and that's not going to change anything really. That's just making sure its continuity is correct. Really, that's, that's all just going to move things out between the right. two films. Right. So. The film hasn't had any issues in the creation process. It's just solely, can the film be good with Wingard at the helm, or is it going to fail with Wingard at the helm? Um, I'm willing to give him a shot. I think the Death Note movie yeah. was all right. Um, I, I haven't seen it. So. It's, it's a visually beautiful film, so that's what hmm. I'm banking on the most is, please... Wherever the final fight is, if it's in Hong Kong, if it's at Skull Island, just make it beautiful. Well, I've, just... heard, I've heard that it's a beautiful-looking film, so... I have too, and I'm hoping true. it is. Because Wingard knows how to make beautiful imagery, especially with what he did in Death Note. Hmm. Um, but anyway, to defend Wingard, Death Note got approval from the creators. Like, that was an approved film. So people criticizing it, they're criticizing what was approved. The people behind the creation of it liked it. So he I mean, did it right. It's just people weren't happy with it. The live-action Attack on Titan was, was... A lot of it was written and actually rewritten by the creator of the, the writer of the manga, Hajime Asayama. Right. And it ended and, up inspiring where the manga went in later chapters. Huh. And I, I will also say this. Wingard was competing with Kaneko for yeah. live-action adaptation of Death Note. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, most people, most people who saw the live-action, uh, the 2017 one, haven't seen the, haven't seen the Kaneko ones. You're true there. But, like, even yeah. then, like, 
when you can, I'm, I guarantee you the Kaneko Death Note films are better made. Probably. And that's just like, oh, it's Kaneko. Of course it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, but the film has had a great production. Hmm. Um, the film, its delays are not on it entirely. I, I would blame Warner Brothers over the actual production of the film. Yeah. But Warner Brothers recently decided to make a bold move. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, so 2021 looks like it's going to be a stacked out year from January 1st to December 31st. And that's mm. because it's supporting 2021 movies and 2020 movies. Um, and then you've got stuff like Amazon Prime, uh, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Peacock, all coming out with original content and Netflix and Hulu. So the entertainment next year is just packed. There's a lot going on. And because of this, Warner Brothers decided to take a look and they kind of realized, gee, there's a lot of competition. Our films don't do the best unless it's a Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> or if it's Aquaman. <laughs> so, why don't we release in theaters still to make everybody happy, but let's do it on HBO Max the same day. Pure profits. Hmm. Doing this, they didn't consult any director, any production company. They just went and did it. And only told the companies 30 minutes before the event, before the announcement. And it went south. Yeah. Legendary threatened legal action. Um, no, I don't think there's going to... I don't think Legendary's taking WB to court to ledge, because Legendary's a lot smaller than WB. WB yeah. will get the best lawyers possible, and Legendary will lose that case. Yeah, most likely. Well, Legendary and Warner Brothers, as we speak, are trying to clear everything. Hmm. As of right now, the belief is Dune is getting a theatrical-only release. Hmm. That's what it appears. That film is definitely getting a theatrical release. They still are working it out. It's not confirmed, but that one probably will get done that way. Yeah. The issue is Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Reportedly, Legendary is either A, wanting it to be only the theatrical, or B, you can release that as a hybrid, but you got to give us a base $250 million payment for what we put into the film and what we need to make profit-wise. So, essentially what Warner Brothers is doing is paying for the film in the U.S. And I could see that happening. I could also see Warner Brothers just saying, you know what, we'll do theatrical. Um... But if it's a hybrid, they get pure profits. So it's like, do they want to take that hit, potentially, or do they want to take a hit in theaters and maybe lose mm. more? Essentially, it's which, do you want to lose some money, potentially, or a lot of money, potentially, or do you want to lose 
some it, it's essentially pick your poison you're gonna die either way or you're gonna live either way you gotta pick one or the other the biggest concern for a hybrid release i have and i know many people have this concern is piracy oh yeah oh yeah um wonder woman 84 isn't doing too hot i think that's partly why yeah i i do agree i think piracy is the biggest issue here it's the biggest hurdle for the film to overcome if if it wants to be a success right they want it success, I should say. now i will say this with wonder woman 84 which I might add, I've seen it. It's a great film. I loved it. It was wonderful. And it was perfect for the holidays. It was a very uplifting movie. And the ending felt very appropriate for the times we're in right now. Uh, but if, if Wonder Woman fails, they might be like, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> Who wants to uh, retract our announcement and just say theaters only? Because we don't. Well, I, I don't think they. I don't think they do it with all their movies. If this were to go through, I think they would. I think they'd probably keep at least a couple of probably like the, the lower budgets. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Probably the lower budgets would probably stay a mix. Yeah, they could. Um, but stuff like the better. Let's see. So. I know The Suicide Squad is getting a hybrid that I could see that changing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what other DC films. I know Zack Snyder's Justice League is getting a hybrid release. Yeah. But they only put like $40 into redoing that. So a limited theatrical release is going to make them that money. I'm going to go see that. Four hours of seeing Zack Snyder's cut of... A 2017 movie sounds kind of interesting. Just for like the, I mean, it could be good, it could be awful, but it's just the fact that for the last like three years we've been listening to people saying hashtag release the Snyder Cut. I want to see yeah. what they were wanting, if it was even worth it. Yeah. But GVK, getting back onto that topic, as of right now, it's slated for a May 21st, 2020 one release it could get delayed i think it would be all i i think the film should just be released yeah all it's doing now is taking up space and and debts are debts are getting uh interest (laughs) it's coming on those debts there's a lot to come with GVK, and yeah. it's just waiting. Toho's waiting. Legendary's waiting. Wingard's waiting. Millie Bobby Brown's waiting. Everybody's wanting their paychecks now. It's literally, get the film out. Hmm. They've already got, uh, I've heard, we already know they have a first full trailer. It's been ready for over a year. <laughs> they just get it rated. That I've heard rumors that they've already got the second trailer and TV spots. That, like, everything is done. They have all the marketing materials done. It's just getting the trailers rated and starting its campaign and releasing yeah, but, it. 
I really hope that's I really hope that's what they're working on now and I'm I'm sure the rest of the fandom really hopes that they're working on it. Well, whenever we get the trailer rating, it'll be because Warner Brothers is about to start ramping up its advertising. Yeah. And as of right now, the norm for Warner Brothers films and Legend- Warner Brothers legendary films is four to five months, actually. They've yeah. kind of lessened their marketing um, campaign to a short window. So we may not even get a trailer in January. And let me let me pull this up real quick uh, because they're going to re- attach it to a film of Warner Brothers because you're going to market like similar products from a, the same company with those films, right? Like that's just yeah. that's just how it works. Yeah. And let me check here. So GVK obviously need it's sci-fi. It's um, there's going to be some horror elements from what I've gathered. You Ooh, know, there's yeah. well, Wingard's a horror director. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, true. There were horror elements in King of the Monsters, because Doherty's a horror director. Yeah. So it looks like it might be with Tom and Jerry. Hmm. <laughs> uh, not only is that technically a versus film, but it's kind of made for it's made for the family. It's you know. Hmm. That is the only film, other than Reminiscence, which comes out in April, but that's a month before GVK, and they need at least three months to market a film. And hmm. the closest film would be March, or March is even too late. It's it's probably going to be attached to Judas and the Black Messiah, coming in early 2021. Hmm. Uh, with that, I could see them releasing the trailer. Let me hmm. double, triple check when that. Also, if you want to say anything, please interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did recently. Yeah, we actually earlier today, I believe we got we got um, official images of some Playmates toys of a new of a new Kong toy with a helicopter and a spoiler toy that I'm not going to, I'm not going to name, but I didn't know we got one for Kong too. I know we got him, but Oh, Oh, it's the, was it the Kong with jets? Yes. I know. Okay. So they're going to release finally after it, it's actually Warbat's been on the back of all the boxes. So <laughs> has he? Yes, yeah. Warbat's uh. and Kong with uh Jets has been on the backs for a while and they've not been released. So it's those will probably pop up in January and then we'll get wave two around March. Uh hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah comes out February twelfth. Three months oh. prior to GVK. That's probably... We'll get a trailer rating mid-January. We'll get some stills, a poster, end of January, and February, mm-hmm. like, 7th. I, I want somebody... Because I want to be proven wrong or right. 
I'm gonna guess February 9th. That's my that's my guess. February 9th, we will get the first trailer. Hmm. And then sometime like January 25th through the 30th, we'll get some stills. Yeah. And then we'll get a trailer rating probably January 20th. I'm guessing. Maybe uh, maybe the 13th, something around that time. Hmm. So there's my predictions. Somebody prove me wrong. Please do it. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> so that, I think that kind of covers GVK for the podcast. Now, obviously, the most important film coming out next year. Actually, second most important. We'll get to the most important afterwards. But Shin Ultraman. Hmm. I'm going to be honest, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm interested. I'm I'm looking forward to it because I like I like Shin Godzilla. That's the exact opposite reason for why. <laughs> but anyway, Shin Ultraman, co-written with Hideaki Anno, directed by Shinji Higuchi. Hmm. I am not looking forward to it. I, I hate his design. I just, ugh. Not looking forward to it. I, I think the still we've gotten didn't look the greatest. I, I think the statue looks fairly cool. The proportions are a bit weird, but, but, but that's almost definitely intentional. Um, it, it's weird not having the color timer, but, I, but I've gotten over that. I have um, not. <laughs> Hashtag not my Ultraman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going um, all gatekeeper in this, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Toxic. <laughs> but I'm I'm interested. It's already been confirmed it's getting an international release. Really? So whether that's yeah, um so there was something about an iPhone. It was like a promotion on Twitter for an iPhone. And it's like Shinji Higuchi here is showing me all he can do with his Apple iPhone when capturing Godzilla. Can't wait hmm. to see Shin Godzilla, which uses the Apple camera um, in theaters internationally in 2020 or 2021, whichever. I think you meant Shin Ultraman. <laughs> or that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, so, and plus, other Ultraman movies have gotten limited releases in the yeah, states. So Ultraman it's like movie, and I think it was Ginga S's movie. It might have been. It might. It, have it been. was either Ginga S or Orb. I'm pretty sure it was Ginga S. I think Orbs did too. One or the other. One or, or the both. Other. Eh. But that's besides the point. Right. But either way, it's basically been confirmed as getting an international release. Uh, oh, it could be through Netflix. It could be through Funimation. It could be through Mill Creek. Maybe Mill Creek uh, and Indigo have made a deal. And they're going to get a company to release it internationally or something. Whatever it is, I'm really hoping we get I'm hoping that my country, Australia, gets some sort of 
international theatrical release. You got towards the future. Yeah, but that didn't air on TV. <laughs> You've got that one episode of Ginga. Oh no, that's Canada. <laughs> um, we've got we've got two DVDs of we've got the Ultraman Zerf DVDs. That's it. Well, oh, that's fair. <laughs> yes, we've got two forty-five minutes short films that have the wrong character on the cover. Yes, I mean you've got a good release of Shin Godzilla. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, moving on, we are going to discuss, objectively, the most important film coming out next year. Hmm. From SRS Cinema, the hmm. 1980s classic, The Flying Monster. <laughs> yeah. I was joking there, but I'm really excited for this movie. Like, really yeah. excited. I, oh, I am <laughs> We have yet to get a cover reveal or a pre-order date. It's all TBD, but I can't yeah, wait. Just the fact that we're getting it yeah. is really, really exciting. It is. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to see it be released. Because that just that just tells us that SRS is they're they're really interested in doing more more kaiju stuff. Mm-hmm. I this was a thought. Now I know and all stuff. True, true. I this was a thought that popped in my head, mm-hmm. and I I still I love media blasters, but I think it's kind of understandable to say SRS is the new Media Blasters. Yeah, I sort of had that thought um, when we were talking about Media Blasters earlier, I actually kind of had that thought in my head. And again, I'm not I'm not discrediting me- Media Blasters. I love them. I love their work. <laughs> but it kind of feels like SRS is kind of taking up that mantle Media Blasters had. Yeah. Somewhat. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. More power to them. More power for kaiju releases. Exactly. Honestly, <laughs> Media Blasters SRS, keep it go keep it coming. Keep yes. re-releasing Tokusatsu and keep releasing Kaiju. Let's keep getting it. Yes. Now there's also more coming. Again, I alluded to this prior. Hmm. There are a few SRS films that we don't know of yet. Hmm. Also, they have a, I'm trying to remember, SRS actually announced on their Facebook page that they are doing a new kaiju film, 100% original, based off of a film they did a while ago. And really? it Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it was really under the radar, so much so that I don't think anybody actually cared. It was actually a casting call uh, that we found. Here we go. So... SRS Cinema, December 15th, asked, Would you like to be part of a kaiju movie? Years hmm. ago, we produced Zilla Foot, which some of you may have caught on our Vimo channel. It's just under one hour, and, it's, and with its quick ending, basically unfinished. Plans were to shoot a 
wrap around something akin to a to the Americanized version of Godzilla versus King Kong. However, those plans have never materialized until now. We are currently working on a new cut of the movie, plus added footage to pad it out, with a brand new release starting in February 2021, and you can be part of that. We're looking for volunteers interested in shooting some segments, and yeah, that's 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 it. Huh. So... Oh, I just realized they sent me a message because I said I was interested, and I totally missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. SRS is doing a original kaiju film that I forgot mm-hmm. about until I was talking about them. Zilla <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> so, it's very, it's, it's exciting, and I can't wait. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. Hmm. Um, but SRS has other kaiju films coming, and from what little I know, I'm very excited. Yeah. And I wish I could say what I know, but I can't. All I can say is they're not what you expect, and it's it's very interesting and exciting. Hmm. But moving on, as much as I've complained about it, we have to address some anime. <laughs> yes. So, Rex, what's what's a highlight anime for you that's coming? Uh, probably the anime that I'm most excited for is uh, SSSS Gynazenon. What? SSSS Dynazenon. Okay. As the person that has refused to watch SSSS Gridman, what is Dynazenon? Dynazenon is a sequel. It's it's not a direct sequel, but it's some spin-off. sort of sequel or continuation or spin-off, yeah, of the of Studio Trigger's SSS Gridman. Uh New characters, although looks like one of them might be returning, unless it actually no, no, they're not a returning character. Uh, but yeah, new characters. Um, the main Dinozenon is based on something from the original Gridman series, uh, which is quite cool. And there's been there have been two trailers for it. It it looks good. It's it's a mix of 2D and 3D, but uh, I think it looks better than Singular Point in terms of like the quality of the agree. CGI. From what I've seen, I do agree. Yeah, but so did the original Gridman or original SSS as Gridman. So yeah. So that's coming. Uh, I probably won't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) But we've also got a few other animes. Um, We've got Kaiju Decode, a Toei Tsuburaya uh, co-production with little Mm -hmm. to no info about it from what little I remember. We got that teaser image a while ago, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, Presumably coming out next year. 
Yeah. Uh, do you know of any other animes coming out? Yeah, we've got Pacific Rim The Black. The Polygon Pictures Pacific Rim anime that, although it has no confirmed release date barring 2021, uh, it is it is coming, and we've seen two, we saw two stills uh, around the same day as the Singular Point trailer came out. And we also didn't we get a trailer? No, we I didn't get a trailer. Oh, we got the introduction or something. I don't remember seeing that, but all yeah, I, remember I remember all I remember is um the uh the stills, the two stills. Which I'm excited, but I think it's gonna fail. I'm, I feel like yeah. I'm the doomsday yeah. guy, but like I don't think it's gonna do well. I, I Polygon kind of ruined no. it with singular the anime trilogy for me. Hmm. Uh, apparently, apparently this show was actually. Apparently, it was greenlit as a two-season anime, which is interesting, according to IGN. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I will give it this. I I doubt Warner or Legendary did the budget cuts that Toho did, and I doubt they rushed it. So, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, Out of... Out of all the upcoming anime, kaiju anime, I it's the one I'm least excited for personally. Yeah, actually Agreed. no, um, kaiju decode is the one that I care least about. Oof, oof. I'm just excited because it's a Toei Subaraya. Uh, this is the Pacific one is my least excited one. Hmm. But we also have another anime coming out. Yes. Ultraman. Ultraman. Season 2 with Taro. Yeah. I, I I don't know how to feel. I didn't care for the first one. Hmm. So it's like... I thought it was alright. It, it's not It's not the greatest thing, but it, it, it's... It's, it's my least favorite Ultra show that I've watched so far. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my least favorite. <laughs> You've seen more uh, than me, to be fair. Yeah, I, I've seen Ginga. <laughs> we'll see. I, I've heard Ginga is pretty bad. We'll see if I dislike Ginga more than this. But my current rating is 66, 7, Jack, Ace, Q, then the anime. Hmm. I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying Q is my second least favorite. Yeah. Okay, to be fair... The line is after Q for okay at best. Q is really well made. I just didn't care for it. It's good. I just don't think it's great. But so is Ace. And Ace is good, but not great. Jack is pretty good. And then 66 and 7 are amazing. Love them. Oh, I love 7. <laughs> so that's all the anime we've got. And thank goodness, because I was tired of talking <laughs> anime. But we do have some Blu-ray uh, announcements, potentially. So, hmm. Media Blasters has really been hinting at Zebra Man 2. Uh, 
that was actually acquired by Funimation a while back, and they lost the rights. It's really bad from what I've heard compared to the original Zebraman, which is apparently really good. But Media Blasters has been hinting at the fact that they got it, and they're going to be releasing it. So we can look forward to that. And we also have Giant Monster Cleanup, or not, we'll get to that in a bit, but we have more Ultraman coming from Mill Creek. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to guess that we're going to get the Zero stuff pretty soon. That's next in line for the newer stuff. Yeah, Um, most likely. And something tells me we'll get all the Showa by the end of the year. Hmm. So those, I believe, we're definitely getting. Hmm. What do you think we're gonna get? Uh, well, yeah, we'll get. We'll probably we're. Well, they've already they said like a year that we were supposed to get the zero stuff. Like, wasn't it originally supposed to come out uh, this year? Yes, and then it got yeah. delayed due to COVID and them yeah. moving the schedule around. So yeah, we'll probably we'll probably get we'll get the zero stuff this year because. That that's something that they've been waiting to do for a while, and I imagine that will be popular. Will be popular at least for the newer stuff, given that Zero is arguably the most popular. He's probably the most popular modern Ultra. He's the one that makes the most appearances. That's kind of what I've gathered. Is they've used Zero so much that he's kind of like the Stan Lee almost, not as high like high class, but he's kind of like the guy in Modern Ultra, from what I've been told. Yeah, he's he's that cool dude that always shows up every once in a, once in a little bit. He's Nick Fury. Because <laughs> you can't be cooler than Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I do agree. Is there anything else you think we're going to get, or you hope we get? Uh, well, the, the first movie that Ultraman Zero appeared in was uh, the Mega, movie based on Monster, Mega Monster Battle. Yeah, Mega, Mega Monster, Monster Battle, Battle Galaxy Fight movie. Ultra Legends, the movie. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and I, I imagine they'll probably release the show around the same time. <laughs> At least I hope they do. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I look forward to that because I've heard a lot of good things about that show and it, it's honestly been one that I've been really wanting to watch for a while, so... Yeah. Plus, the movie is probably my favorite Ultraman movie so far. That hmm. I've seen. Interesting. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. It was on bad, bad green screen, but I fell asleep during it. <laughs> Bad green screen, but a really fun movie. Interesting. Just entertaining. Speaking of movies, there is a Toei Shigoku film coming, and it's called Giant Monster Cleanup. Hmm. It's apparently a comedy. You know, Shigoku likes doing comedies. Uh, They did... uh, The recent... They did Monster X Strikes Back... Um, and they did Big Man, they distributed Big Man Japan, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, 
I they've they also did the uh, Tokyo Ghoul, and you know, I that's the only one off the top of my head of recent years, the Tokyo Ghoul movies. But Shigoku really likes comedy. Hmm. I mean, I don't think Tokyo Ghoul's a com uh, a comedy, but it's not. It's not. That I was saying, yeah. like that's the outlier. Ah. But it's interesting to see Toei's also. So they're doing a collab with Subaraya for an anime, and they're collab with Shigoku for a comedy live action movie. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see. Is there anything else Toei or you know anybody's doing? That is of note. Um, uh, not off the top of my head, but one thing that we act well, we we mentioned the comic earlier, but we didn't mention uh, the fact that we're getting a movie of Kaiju score, right from Sony. Yeah, if that so. materializes, because to be fair, <laughs> we also got an, an announcement for Monster Apocalypse. And Tim Burton was going to direct that, but that film kind of disappeared off the radar entirely. So, yeah, that we could see a kaiju score. Matt Frank did the cover art for the first issue, as Hmm. he always does for a lot of stuff anymore. (laughs) I mean, great art, Matt. Doing great. I feel like that sounded sarcastic. (laughs) I mean, he does a great job. I love his art for Attack of the Giant Teacher and and the Gamera set and Conga TNT. Um, I think, honestly, that's his better work is the stuff he did like that. Um, Yeah. I like his comic art, but the art he does like that's more realistic is really good. He does a great job with its colors. Hmm. You know, for this being a very supposedly short episode, we're going over quite a while. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, just we're gonna. I'm gonna address this. I don't know anything, but there's a rumor that some more common Rider Saber movies are gonna come out. Yeah, that, um, it, it's because there's usually well, one movie has already come out. One came out a, a few days ago. There's probably gonna be. There's almost definitely gonna be more coming out. Uh, in 2021, since they usually have a they usually have a bunch for whatever series is going on at the time, so so yeah, they've still got a zero one movie coming out after all. Hmm. Now, that's I I have no comments to that, so that's kind of where my knowledge ends here for that, and the last film that we're going to talk about. I've made it last because this is my personal most favorite and most excited and hyped film. It's Kizo Morase's Brush of the Gods. Yes. This is his directorial debut, and it's the only film he's going to direct. And I've heard rumors that he might retire afterwards. So this is like his last hurrah. This is like... This is the guy that made um, Varen, Mothra, uh, Gamera, uh, King Kong, 
Godzilla, Maguma, Matango, Dogara, Baragon, uh, Frankenstein, Daimajin, Busta, Yongetti, Gaios, Virus, um, Green Man, Titanosaurus, The Peking Man, Mecha King Ghidorah, Ghidorah 91, uh, Nebula from Howl Beyond from Beyond the Fog. This guy is a legend. I've had yeah. the I've had the privilege to meet him actually. And really? Yes, he was at G Fest a few years ago. Ah. Uh, but this it, unfortunately the film did not actually meet its Kickstarter goal. So it's yeah. got zero funding from anybody. Mm. But from what we've seen, it looks gorgeous. Hmm. The work put into this is just amazing. I there there's so Orochi's going to be in it. It's it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And knowing SRS Cinema, that's getting a release. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I recently got my How Blu-ray. Yours is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone silent. <laughs> but Thank uh, yeah, you for enjoying this episode of Kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah, we've got Kazu Murase doing her uh, yeah, Brush of God. She's worked on many things. Got a script by Takashi Nakazawa. Yes. An author and he's done TV dramas? I believe so. A monster designer by Akira Takahashi. Monster designer Akira Takahashi who's done, who's worked on Kamen Rider series uh, before. It's got a great lineup. And Shinji Nishikawa known for his work on many of the Heisei Godzilla movies. Uh, SSS Gridman and a few other things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got a great, uh, it's got a great team behind it. It's got yeah. a great team. It looks great. I cannot wait. Hmm. It's super exciting, and I honestly, it's the one like I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Honestly, out of all these, the one that talking to, like, us talking this entire time, this is the one I'm like, this is going to be beautiful. Um, Ben Chafins, a friend of mine, has been very vocal that Howl from Beyond the Fog is the best kaiju film since Jin Godzilla, and one of the best since the Showa era. Hmm. I have no doubt that Brush of the Gods is going to replicate that. I mean, the poster looks fantastic. And the have you seen one. have you seen the test footage? Yeah, I have. Oh my god, that is beautiful. <laughs> it's I cannot wait. It is hmm. the film that I think will be the highlight of 2021. I the only way. Uh, I mean, so here's the funny thing. I think it's going to be a thing like 2019. 
King of the Monsters is my number one. Attack of the Giant Teacher is my number two, and then it's Parasite. Hmm. But I love Attack of the Giant Teacher. I think hmm. I talk about it every episode. And I'm <laughs> it's like Yeti nipples for us. It's <laughs> that it's, it's me talking. It's me talking about Attack of the Giant Teacher. One of these days. I'm going to be asked to do a commentary on the film. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I genuinely can't wait for Brush of the Gods. And I think that's a great one to end it on. We don't know yeah. when it's coming out. All we know is it's 2021. We've got... Mm. Ultraman coming from Mill Creek. We've got Tokusatsu like Kenshin Heroes um, coming from uh, Mill Creek. We've got uh, indie kaiju films and other obscure kaiju films coming from SRS Cinema. We've got indie films coming being made as we speak. We've got Hollywood adaptations. We've got Japanese movies from Toei, Shigoku, Tsuburaya. We've got anime. 2021 is going to be an amazing year. We did a retrospective of the 2010s, and I think we're going to see that, but on an entirely new level. We're going, we're, to see, see, we're going to see the effects of the 2010s. We are. We're going to see a new generation of filmmakers, and we're going to see inspiration, and we're going to see a resurgence of tokusatsu that has been building up and it's going to start coming out next year and it's not going to stop i can't wait hmm. well do you have what anything else to say uh no i all i have to say is that 2021 at, at least in terms of kaiju and tokusatsu releases, is looking like a very, very promising year. It is. And I can't wait. A lot <laughs> of people can't wait. And I think, I hope that all we can see is people coming together and yeah. enjoying this stuff. Now, this is kind of where we're going to start linking stuff, but one thing we didn't mention, we talked about comic books and movies, but let me tell you guys, there is an awesome kaiju magazine. The first issue oh. is coming out January 1st. It's hmm. called Kaiju Ramen Magazine. And as of this recording, there is still a few days left in the Kickstarter, approximately four if you pledge $50, you can get a printed copy sent directly to you and a year subscription for issues. Now, you might be wondering, why does ET know about this? Well, I wrote in the first issue, and I may or may not have some future in Kaiju Ramen. So if you haven't already, <clears throat> Rex, <clears throat> <laughs> donate and get that printed copy and get that year subscription. It's going to be a great magazine. 
Travis and Michael have worked so hard on it, and everybody that has put in something to write has been putting a lot of effort. And all I can say is we are going to see an awesome year of Kaiju Ramen. The link to that's in the description below if you didn't know. Speaking <laughs> of linked in the description below, Rex, where can we find you at? Well, let's uh, start with the main three. I, in terms of social media, I have a YouTube channel, Rex Zeno, uh, a Twitter, Rex uh, at Rex underscore Xenomorph, an Instagram, Rex underscore Xeno, and as well as that, I've recently started, I've recently done some writings, uh, some articles for GodzillaMovies.com, and I made a WordPress page, uh, thatkaijublog.wordpress.com, for, for any, pretty much any other kaiju or tokusatsu writings of mine that maybe won't fit on GodzillaMovies.com, and I recently had an interview with the artist of uh, GVK Kingdom Kong, so yeah. And nice. So if you want to learn something new about the the artist of GVK Kingdom Kong, or or you want to learn some some new facts about some facts about uh, Gamma the Brave or Godzilla eighty four, feel free to check those out. Definitely. And that will be in the link description below in your link tree, correct? Yes. Okay, sweet. Um, hi, I'm Elijah. I've been one of the people you've been listening to for the last hour and a half, actually. It's I think <laughs> we're going, this is about, I think, so we're looking at about an hour and 30 minutes. I'm surprised how long we talk. Like, I want to do yeah. 45 minutes, and this is doubled that. <laughs> we'll we'll great, see what happens in editing. Great, great episode. Um, you can find me on YouTube at ET13 Productions. You can find me on Twitter at capital ET13, lowercase P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. Um, you can also follow my personal account if you want to, uh, which is at capital E, capital T, lowercase H-O-M-A-S, 1975. Um, you can follow my Instagram at ET13Productions. You can, I think that's actually everything. So there's, there's a lot of fun stuff I do. Um, I also write for GodzillaMovies.com. And I write for Kaiju Ramen Magazine. Hmm. And speaking of Kaiju Ramen Magazine, I need to talk about the podcast, Kaiju Conversation. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. That boosts our ratings and helps us get recommended to more people just like you. If you don't have an Apple device, which I don't blame you, I don't. Tweet us and follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. If you don't have either, you can like us on Facebook or message us or and follow us on Instagram. If you're like me before podcasting, a lot less stressed and a lot less anxious, 
and you don't have any social media, you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word, you know the drill. As always, we'll read your reviews on air for everyone to hear. We also have merchandise on Teespring. Eventually, we'll have some exclusive art by our own artists up on there. But that is to be determined and to be worked out. If you'd like to chat with me or Rex or anyone one-on-one -on -one or in a group and hear opinions on different subjects, please feel free to join our Discord server where you can talk about kaiju, tokusatsu, and film in general. We've got a good group of people here, and they're actually discussing right now Zarkware the Invader. It's a very exciting film. Uh, they also discussed uh, Carnosaur, it looks like. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when we upload. Sometimes you can find YouTube exclusives, and sometimes it's just us clowning around. A huge thanks to you, Rex, for editing these episodes where we have a great time talking. Hmm. All of these links that I have discussed can be found in the description below. And please, everyone, remember, life is too short to not talk big. Bye, guys. Bye.